Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. So welcome to the Page and Mr. Potter podcast. This is episode uh, 43. On this podcast, we read one page of Harry Potter every week. And this week, we are up to page 43. We're, we're making good progress. We're right we on are. track. We're making good time. Now, um, normally we have another person with us, Reed and Lee. Um, but he's not here today. I think he will be back next week. So don't fret. He will be back soon. But today it's just me and uh, your your pal Nathan. Yeah, you only have to suffer through one part of me and Andrew. Yeah, and um, a bit of feedback for the last few episodes. Oh, good. Um, a lot of people have been writing in actually for the last little week, the last few weeks. So number one, um, people have commented on how mean um, we both are to read, and particularly <laughs> myself. And I'm sorry. Did they hear the games that he had? I know, right? This is what I... Did he see that Gring Hot or Gring Thought game? Who is saying these things? Even our, even our, like, fans on Facebook were commenting that with, like, better ideas. They're like, what the fuck is Gring Hot or Gring Thought? Why wasn't it Gring Hot or Gring Not? There was, like, a lot of great suggestions. That was such a good call. What was the... And he had a game the week before, which I think was, um... Oh, yeah. You cannot be serious or serious black or not? And the whole game, yeah, was just like... Could this person be serious black? It was ludicrous. Anyway, so... He deserves everything that's coming to it. I and agree. More. And the fact that he's not here in the room means that we can, we can say <laughs> that freely. Um, so, we take your point, but um, we will not be heeding your if advice. If you're on root inside, you're a total Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. Um... Another piece of feedback we got was that the last episode was very bad. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yep and look, yep. that one, I, I think I, I'll concede that. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to fight you on that one. It was not good. I, I actually think it was partly because of Reading's game <laughs> that it was so bad. It didn't help. I mean, half of that episode was just me reading facts from um, a notebook <laughs> from like seven or eight years ago. Anyway. Some of the topics we've touched on recently have been fucked. Yeah. Frog cum. There was a whole it. thing on that. Heaps of it. Well, Frog Spawn. I'll pick you up on that. It's actually Frog Spawn. Um, so anyway, onwards and upwards. I think also perhaps some of the like some of the issues we've been having is that I feel we've been a little bit negative. We're a little bit negative about J.K. Rowling and this book at times, right? I think that's fair to say. I think we're a little bit down on her. But well, just because we always say we hate it and it's dog yeah. shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If you call that negative, fine. We've been a bit negative. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> but I but my point is, in this life, you sort of only I don't know. I'm kind of making this phrase up right now, but you kind of only get out what you get. You know what you put in. That's good. Yeah. And like uh, it's um, like. You sow, you sow stuff and then eventually you reap it. It's you a only, bit like that. You yeah. only reap what you... Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just like, I guess if you were to say that a bit more succinctly, it's like you only really reap what you sow. Yeah, right. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm um, with you. And so... So what, you're saying we we made this books bad? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that like... No, 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 no. Oh, look. <laughs> well, we're only, we're only 43 pages in yet, so I don't think firstly we're... We're Way able too to make an opinion, you know, Way to have a, to fully form an opinion yet. But um, I feel like if you if you okay, let's say you're uh, um, you're a young child and your parents uh, said, "Oh, we're going on a holiday. We're going to go to 
um, Newcastle, right? Now, you're a young child and you say, mm. Newcastle, that's a shithole. I don't want to go there, right? Now, if that's your attitude, I bet you you're going to hate it. You're going to go up there and you're going to go, this beach isn't very good and, you know, this coal mine isn't all that good and stuff, you know, the Newcastle stuff. Yeah, yeah. You like know what, what I mean? kids do on holiday. Yeah, they go to the coal the mine. They go to the coal mine. face. Um, but... My point is, if you were to have a more positive attitude, perhaps you'll get there and you'll go, okay, yeah, this is quite a nice place. They've got uh, they've got bakeries, they've got beaches. There they was- had a hell of a footy team in the 1990s. Oh, did they? <laughs> Too right. A little close to the bone at the moment, Nathan. Nathan Brown's just been fired from the post. <laughs> I think I get what you mean. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just saying, I think because we bring so much negativity, it's like you kind of get that confirmation bias, right? Mm. You assume it'll be bad and then it is bad. You know what? The other thing is, this was never going to be good going one page at a time. I think we, we don't, we've taken it out on JK a bit too much. Yeah. And on Hagrid, quite oh, frankly. Poor old Hagrid. To be perfectly frank, <laughs> we've been a bit... No, I'm going to have to pick you up on that. When you, <laughs> when you say perfectly frank there, are you referring to our sitcom that we're developing called Perfectly Frank? That time, I was not. Okay, so what were, what were you meaning there? I was just meaning if I could speak candidly. Okay, but that's the pun that we're actually using in the title of our sitcom, Perfectly Frank, <laughs> That's right? true. I picture Perfectly Frank, the character, is maybe like a writer at the local paper and he has Absolutely. like a column where he just yeah. like, he tells it like it is. Yeah. And the column is also called Perfectly Frank. It's got to be. And Everything it's, it's called Perfectly Frank. I think the editor is played by Drew Carey. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, I think... Andy I'm Dick's in the mailroom. <laughs> Andy of. Dick? Yeah, yeah. It's, this, it's set in the 90s. not a fan of Andy Dick. Well, if it's set in the 90s, and maybe this is me having sort of a lack of imagination, but I, whenever we talk about Perfectly Frank and, mm. our, you know, and the, and the um, title character, I always imagine um, Frank from um, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, ah, the father. I always yes. picture him being right. Perfectly Frank because he was a bit of a grump, a bit of a grouch. I think he'd be perfect. He'd be for the perfect it. thing. Now the problem is, I believe he's passed away. But oh. if we if it's set in the nineties, wait. But if we could still, how long ago did he die? I'm going to say four or five years ago. So I'm thinking, if we were to visit his burial site, his grave, extract some remnants. Mm-hmm. Add some brown sugar, mix it up, <gasps> say the magic uh, alakazi, alakazam, zippity zoo. I know where you're going with this. Polyjuice potion. We've got the polyjuice potion. Well, everyone knows famously. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a deep cut. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and you remember that we briefly discussed how brown sugar was a key ingredient <laughs> in the polyjuice <laughs> yep, potion, yep, yep, yep. Um, then you'll be fucking you'll be uh, you know really laughing it up at that because that's some funny <laughs> stuff. That's a funny bit. But the, the point is. We can we have access to whatever celebrities past, present, future. If because only we, we can magic. access their remains. Yeah, that's it. We just need to access their remains. That's all we ask. <laughs> what has happened to us? Okay, so where so were should, we? Should we park that? We've got a lot of shit to, ca- to cover. My point was, I think the negativity is just... It's not good for us, mm. you know? It's not good for us at the end of the day. I, don't no, think I was it's about good for to listeners. say something perfectly frankly. I That's right. What you perfectly but frank? I think what I was getting at was um, the fact that we need to be mindful of the fact that we are going one page at a time and we've yes. done it for 40 weeks. Yes. And that's going to make anyone <laughs> a little bit agitated. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So wipe the slate clean. Yep. Um, should we get stuck Let's into Let's give it fresh eyes. Okay. So 
Um, <clears throat> so you guys will remember, we're up to page 43. Now, on the previous few pages, we've pretty much had Hagrid. He's in the shack with... Mm. Um, they're in... Uh, the family, Harry, uh, the Dursleys, and all of them—they're in that little shack. They were trying to escape the the deluge of letters. Yes, that was the that was the premise. Right. And Hagrid's shown up. He's pulled a bunch of stuff out of his ass. <laughs> he's um, and he's now he's he, now he's giving a bit of uh, new information to Harry. And uh, so I might just read a bit. So this is right at the top. Um, actually, I'm going to start with the very end of page 42, just to, so we get a bit of a run on. So this is from Hagrid. Uh, you know who killed him. And then, and this is the real mystery of the thing, he tried to kill you too. Wanted to... Should I do the voice? Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose. Or maybe he just he just liked killing by then. But he couldn't nice. do it. Never, never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That were no ordinary cut. That's what you get when a po- powerful <laughs> evil curse touches your... Took care of your <laughs> mom and dad and your house even what, but it, it killed didn't. the house <laughs> <laughs> why it, did he have to kill the house <laughs> but it didn't work on you and that's why you're famous harry no one ever lived after he tried to kill him no one fuck me i mean okay, i know i'm meant to be positive but can i just say just as this is i want this to be like positive um constructive criticism but let's not give all of the fucking exposition to the <laughs> to the full Hagrid because it's impossible to follow. Every second word is urine. Fucking every oh jeez, oh, no, it's interminable. Okay, here's something interesting. Okay. He's telling Hagrid's saying a, a list of the people who Voldemort killed. Yeah, uh, the mum, the dad, Harry's house <laughs> had to die. <laughs> If these walls could talk, they'd be witnesses. So I, I guess like he, had to, house. he had to kill the house. Got to kill the house. Makes sense. Yep. Um, the garage, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the car, the family car. But then he also killed what he calls some of the best witches and wizards of the age, okay. such as the McKinnons. <laughs> Don't think they've the McKinnons. <laughs> the McKinnons. The Bones. <laughs> <laughs> the Bones. What do you mean the Bones? So, that ha- so his last name is Bones. The Bones. The Bones. The Boneses? Keeping up with the Boneses. Wasn't there a TV show like Bones this? and... What about Booth? Did Booth survive? Who's Booth? He's Bones's detective, like... Yeah, that's father. the one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Bones yeah. and Booth. Fuck, well, we can only assume that Booth is out there somewhere. Well, I pray he was. And um, the Pruitts. The Pruitts. None of these... I've never heard any of these These names. aren't names. No. These are not names. <laughs> and... He, it's oh, McKinnon, McKinnon's a name. McKinnon's a name. It's a bit of a Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew, who the fuck are these guys? And that's kind of that's pretty much it. And then and then Vernon pipes up. He's got his sort of I don't know if he's been having a few whiskeys behind the couch and he's got a bit of Dutch courage and he's, you know, I'll fight I'll fight this bastard. Finally. So, so he he pipes up and he's like, load of old Tosh. Um he said, Listen here, boy, I accept there's something strange about you. Probably nothing a good beating wouldn't have cured. <laughs> Um, and as for all this about your parents, well, they were weirdos, no denying it, and the world's better off without them, in my opinion. I mean, that's that's, it, that's insensitive, harsh. isn't it? That's insensitive. That's um, even for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do love Vernon, so to to me, it's a bit of a surprise that he's got a bit of a mean streak, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know him best as the drill manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know him for his uh, sound financial. Planning exactly fiscal responsibility, but it turns out it's you know he's not such a great guy. He's a bit of a bitch. Yeah, bit of a bit of a mean streak, and that's pretty much the page. That's page forty three for you. I'm just gonna have a quick scroll through. So we're almost up to chapter five. I hope they leave the shack soon. It's getting um. Well, no, <laughs> I'm getting cabin fever. We we like 
we like this book. We love this book. I love the Jack. <laughs> um, so that's the page done. Cool. So let me have a quick look. Do at we my have notes. any orders of business? Well, should we have a quick cho 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 changes? Cho 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 changes. Time to make cho change. Cho cho changes. Oh, look out! Yo, Harry Potter. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, Harry Potter. Look out there. Cho change. One of our worst. And so. We're bringing this back for old time Snape. It's yep. another deep cut that you know, casual listeners of the pod would, wouldn't remember for any reason. Fair no. enough. But Cho 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 Changes, this is where we talk about current affairs in the Asian region. And now, I like that you're explaining what this segment is, not only to the listeners, but to me. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so what do we do? We just talk about stuff that's been happening in China. Yes. Okay, well. well Cho um, Chang's presumably Chinese, so... Well, with a name like that, <laughs> she's got to be. Um, so, Hong Kong, bit of, bit of turmoil in Hong mm, Kong. Not looking pretty. No, there's been some um, pretty full-on violent protests. Yeah, did um, you guys read the news? You guys know about this? I mean, this is where you <laughs> heard sure, about this? Surely this is where you go to, to hear about this. So, the thing about the, thing about the Hong Kong protests is... Mm. Now, I'm just spitballing here because I didn't know we were going to do this segment. I suspect... It's sort of, you know, we've covered this before, the whole, um, you know, when a butterfly flaps its wings, um, you know, there can be ramifications, you know, the butterfly effect, the famous butterfly effect. Well, they may well rename that the Vernon Dursley effect, because I think that perhaps him moving his his drill empire into the Asia Pacific region has had incredible ramifications. And I wonder (laughs) if, you know, some of of the current um, turmoil we're seeing in the region is not if not direct, an indirect result of um, Vernon's big move. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think so. <laughs> um, because if you... Okay, I don't know how much you know about Hong Kong uh, Hong Kong history, but a big factor mm. in the sort of splintering off of Hong Kong and the then uh, ruling by the British well, a, yeah. a lot of it had to do with the Opium Wars, right? It was a sort of a black market and, and I don't know the full story, but that's... Opium's important. Right. Now... I don't know if you remember, but in, in the 90s, they used to say, well, drills are very much the opium of the people. <laughs> everyone wanted a drill. Yes, yeah, suddenly everyone... And because, you know, like the block and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty Cam, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Jury. Jury. Yeah. You know, these were the big Well, the Jamie Jury's leaders. out. <laughs> <laughs> the Jamie Jury's out on <laughs> whether or not Fernand Dursley directly led to the Hong Kong protests. But be that as it may, certainly I agree with you. Uh, they mm. very much brought... Hands-on crafts Absolutely. to the mainstream, and who was better placed to capitalize on that than Vernon Dursley? Vernon, the fact no that Dursley himself, because it, China's obviously gone through a huge infrastructure boom over the last sort of 10, 20 years. Mm. Now, how do you have an infrastructure boom without drills? <laughs> Is it possible? No, I'll answer that. It's not. So, how does that directly link to the issues we're having in Hong Kong right now? Nathan, maybe you'd like to take well, up the story. Here's where it gets a bit <laughs> sketchy. <Fishy. laughs> um, sources differ. Absolutely. Uh, but <laughs> so, fitting all this in our grand political theory of the Harry Potter universe, mm-hmm. are we saying that President Xi Jinping? Yep. Is that his name? Yep. Okay. Is Voldemort? Yeah. Kind of. Well, he's he's restricting access to drills. Now, is there more evil an act? 
That's my question. Well, well, some might say like the police brutality and the suppression, like they're oh, they're worse. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. I but you're saying they're just symptoms. They're symptoms of the problem, isn't it? I see. That's what it is, right? It's like in America. Donald Trump is not the issue. He's a symptom, brother. And if everyone had a drill yeah. to protect themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a drill. That's correct. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. I feel like maybe we should stop now because I have completely I think with this track. segment we've proven we don't know anything yeah. about foreign relations or... China, yep, and we should stay out of it. But we should stop. But I will say, I hope the Hong Kong protesters are successful in fighting for cho 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 change. Um, <laughs> and let's have it sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Well, you're not going to get any cho 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 changes without a bit of bloodshed. You know, there's, a, you know, it's never come easy. That much we know. Cho 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 changes are very difficult to come by. That's what David Bowie doesn't say. Yeah. He's well, it's very much in the he's, he's happy to talk about Cho 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 changes. And yeah, but does he mention drills even once? I mean, as far as I can remember, he doesn't. Anyway, that's the end of Cho 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 changes, and we shall never speak um, of it forever. Again. Yes, I think uh, one other thing I've just got in my notes, which I forgot to bring up earlier, mm. um, had a lot of complaints. Just to add to the other complaints <laughs> that I brought up before, um, a lot of complaints about you eating fantails into your microphone. Yeah, what was that all about? I mean, what are you asking me? Um, Why were you doing fantails it? Fantails are delicious. It sounded, What's everyone's problem? You, you got to lighten up. It you sounded gotta, like I was you in your have mouth. A sense of humor. I hated it. If you're going to, you know, join us on this. You're going to make it in this crazy town? Yeah. If you're going to survive, you got to toughen up, guys. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'm going to drink a bit of my BI right into the microphone now. Nice. And, and let's hear, let's stick see. it to them. All right, guys. You ready? <laughs> ah, that was nice. Nice beer. Aside from the complaints, we've had a few more positive um, messages as well. So, uh, Michael Fogarty. Yep. Um, famous potophile. Oh, famous potophile. He's on the loose still, Michael. But um, <laughs> he wrote in. He's a wanted man. He's a wanted man. Now, he was in uh, Europe recently. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, mate. And guess, I, I heard it's beautiful. Oh, this time of year? <laughs> Europe. Stunning. Just in general. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. All of it. The whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he ran into a very interesting man that we've discussed multiple times on the pod. He didn't see Hagrid, did he? No, no, no. Who? Peter Fitzsimons. No. The one and only Peter Fitzsimons. <laughs> and not only did he see him, he was wearing that fucking bandana. Of course he was. Do you think that could be a Professor Quirrell kind of situation? Well, that is what Michael suggested. <laughs> he said he wondered. I said, I wonder what's wrong with his skull, you know? And then he said, I wonder if tiny there's a tiny Voldemort face Fuck. on the back. And that would make a lot of sense, right? Because it would make n- a lot of sense. That, I mean, I mean so, many, so many things. The fact that he is, you know, Peter for is pure evil, mm. right? Which makes, you know, so that, 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 that follows. Yeah, no, that checks out. Number two. Yep. He is always wearing a bandana. Now, you would, like, it's all, it might be as ridiculous as a white man wearing a turban at school all day. Why would you... <laughs> Wearing a bandana it's very much in keeping It doesn't make Professor any Quirrell's sense Strange fashion sense So I feel like the Dark Lord Is is sort of on the back of his head And well, not only Not only is Michael Fogarty um, He's a You know Was an incredible source on this I did a bit more digging Yep Now my housemate Tim Did you know this His uncle is Peter Fitzsimons Did you know that Is he alright with us Ripping into him all the time 
I am not going <laughs> to say Tim's opinions of the man on air. He, I'm not saying if he loves him, hates him, whatever. But okay. he, he, Tim's all about a free press. And so he said, whatever you guys say on the pod, that's up to you guys. I mean, I was sort of reading and between the lines. And surely if nothing else, Pev Fitzsimons would agree with that. Yes. As long as we're not giving anyone head knocks, I think Peter Fitzsimons will be all right with it. So, but Tim did say, and, you know, he's a fair-minded chap, Tim. I think he's featured on the pod once or twice. Oh, he's got his head screwed on. <clears throat> he's got his head screwed on, right. Um, and, and he said, um, again, I'm sort of paraphrasing, but irrespective of my feelings of Peter, mm. irrespective of them, I can confirm... He is always wearing that turban. Not turban. He doesn't wear a turban. He is always wearing that bandana <laughs> at all family events. Day, night, Hain. Hain? Hain or... Hain, Hain, or, Hain or Brian. or slime. <laughs> Hain or slime. Uh, it would be great if I could talk since we're doing a podcast. But um, very so interesting. Can confirm he's very always concerning wearing it. as well. So we're going to watch him. And um, Michael, I mean, if you're still tailing him... Um, <gasps> Sorry, go on. No, that's, that's what, what something's okay. Something's just come to me. Oh my gosh. Okay, what is Peter Fitzsimons' main crusade? It's head knocks, right? Now, why would a normal person be so concerned with head knocks? Are you said, why would maybe a normal if... man be so worried about another person getting hit in, say, the back of the head? Well, I got an idea. If your Lord and Savior. Is right there on the back of your head. A simple knock, bandana comes flying off. But not just that, he could hurt his master's face. I mean, he's outlawed. He wants it outlawed. He does not want any more head knocks ever. <laughs> That's because he's worried that if 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 if, if head it, knocks some, are just allowed, yeah, in if it society, joins the mainstream, if it becomes popular, well, somebody <laughs> might just go and slap him in the back of the head, and then and then the, the jig is up. Fuck! I think that well, this is concrete. So, so we've cracked that. We've cracked that one. Uh, <laughs> this is good stuff. Very we're making good some stuff. progress here. Now, um, we might as well do all the administration mm-hmm. while we're here. Um, we also had a Tom Riddle. We had a Tom Riddle last week. Yes, 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 yes. And I think we had some right <clears throat> answers. So, <laughs> should, should I tell? The yes, please. Dom Potterfiles, who couldn't figure it out. Yeah. What, what I'm actually let's very impressed it. that people got this. Yeah, it because good. it didn't really work. Nope. But oh. so, oh, in a roundabout way. Hey, people it, got it. I think so, it's fine. But still, it was pretty tricky. So the Tom Riddle, if I remember correctly, was um, I'm not sure if I'm at the gym or I've got a gym. That's right. Well, I can tell you, Andrew Quo, mm-hmm. if you're at the gym, well, you're probably going to see a dumbbell. No doubt. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're like very common. And what's the? what do you need to have a gym? Oh, you needs a door. You got Damn a door. Straight you, you got do. a gym. So dumbbell, dumbbell door. door. Dumbbell it, door. The answer's always it dumbbell does door. Work. Well, that's the other thing. As always, the answer was dumbbell door. I mean, it was a difficult. It was a difficult um, question, but mm. you can always rely on the fact that the answer is dumbbell door. The challenge with the Tom riddles is not necessarily to figure out the right answer. It's to remember. It's to start with dumbbell door and figure out how you. How you get yeah. there? Just work backwards. <laughs> yeah, work backwards. So we did get you a couple right answers. Engineer these things. Um, so actually, my brother got it right. Uh, my brother Johnny Quo, he um, correctly answered Dumbledore. So a few house points to him. What, what house do we think Johnny's in? Gryffindor. He's a Gryffindor, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he is a Gryffindor. He's more of a Gryffindor than me. Um, and then the other person who wrote in another bloody rampant Potiphar. His rap sheet is longer than his, my arm. His crimes will. 
outlive us all. Oh. <laughs> the streets are not safe <laughs> while James Pereira is still out there. And James Pereira has written in and he absolutely got Dumbledore and he loved your riddle. Um, but, hey. he, but not only... The thing we love about James, aside from his... Um, Sort of uncanny ability to to, to answer these um, yeah he these solves riddles. them but he, he solves them but he also provides them. them. Now he's like Jim Carrey, he's the Riddler. Sometimes I cannot tell if he's, if he's Jim Pereira <laughs> or Jim Carrey. Carrera, <laughs> Jim, Jim Carrey. <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever said. So um, James Pereira has another riddle, and I have no idea what the fucking answer is to this. Mm. So um, Tom, riddle me this. If you've read Hare and the Tortoise, who came later and is a huge Dorcas? Huge Dorcas. If you've read Hare and the Tortoise, mm-hmm. who came later and is a huge Dorcas? Now, I think we, we've, we've been thinking um, for, about this for a little bit. I can't mm-hmm. remember who suggested this. I don't think this is correct. The closest <laughs> we got was, um, if you've read Hare and the Tortoise, who came later? Well, the hair comes later. Yep. Famously. And it's the whole it, point of the parable. That's the whole point of it. If you don't know that, you're not going to get anything out of that story. No. Because it's not, it's not well written. Or <laughs> no, no, no. Or Aesop. <laughs> like, the characters aren't that great. The characterization in Aesop's fables are very lacking, if I'm honest. <laughs> but There's yeah. just no sort of plot development. There's not... It's just... It's very There's nothing to bones. sink your teeth into. No, that's not. Uh, anyway, um, so we're thinking hair there. Mm. And is a huge Dorcas... Well, that's kind of like a nerd. So the best we came up with, I believe, was <laughs> oh, yeah. was hair nerd. Did you say hair, hair nerd? Is that Hagrid? Hagrid. Hagrid. Oh, head nerd. Hagrid. <laughs> so, uh, Hagrid. So I'm presuming that's right. That. But if, if you can come up with something else. What about Hermione? Hermione. I don't know where Miony comes from, but hair. She's got hair. <laughs> what about hair? Hair. Harry. Herjwig. Hedgedwig? Hedgedwig. Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Is Harry Potter a uh, Dorcas in some way? <laughs> these are all options, guys. So, you know, these are, we're just trying to get you started. Yeah, we're just trying to get your creative juices flowing. So to speak. So, your creative poly juice <laughs> <just laughs> flowing. Um, okay, so I think that's pretty much... That's pretty much all of our... Um, that's the admin out of the way? Admin finished. Great. Andrew... Yeah, mate. I've got a story that I haven't told you yet. I'm excited. And I am it's, excited. See if you think it's related to Harry Potter. I think not. We'll tie it in. It's just some terrible shit that happened to me recently. Oh, I'm excited. Go on. So, last week, <coughs> yeah. my work sends me to some crazy places, to the far corners of... Well, not really, but they send me to a lot of <laughs> training they? days. Oh, right. And that kind of thing. So, yep. I was at like some conference the other day. Yeah. And there was a lot of speakers and mm-hmm. they were like giving sort of tips and tricks and how to wow people at the office. Yuck. Yeah. Was this like yeah. sort of um, uh, like training to be a bit of a schmoozer? Nah, kind of it was more like handling difficult like customers and that kind of thing. Okay, okay. So anyway. Gotcha. Full on seminars for like two days straight. Yeah. But there was one that stood out in particular. Hit me. This presenter comes on stage, and it was a big stage. It was at like the Star Casino, Damn. like at one of their function rooms. Landed on Lost your feet, fifty boy. bucks going to these things. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> late on, in the afternoon, if you don't mind me asking, huh? What did you What did you put the fifty dollars on? Well, I was thinking of Ron Weasley, so I put it all on red. Obviously, yeah. Wouldn't you know? Yeah, didn't come up. Serious black. 
<sighs> always bet on serious black. Always bet on serious black. Never, never <laughs> bet on Ron Weasley. I've been saying that for years. Anyway, so it's late in the day. Yep. I've had enough, obviously. This um, last speaker comes on stage. She came out to... Do you know the song The Voice by John Farnham? Do I? So, it was blaring. <laughs> she walks on stage, middle-aged lady. Yeah. And she's got a headset on with a microphone. Oh, my God. Well, she's playing the O2 or something. She was singing in an operatic voice. You're the voice trying to understand. No. She wouldn't stop. No. It went for so long. Wait, what? Was this like her intro to her? <laughs> it was her intro. Talk. So, she's walking on the stage. Like, she's singing. You're the voice. <laughs> and like that. Honestly, like that. <laughs> no. It gets worse. <laughs> Clapping above her head How like that. How many people that? were in the room? Oh, like 200 people. Oh, so it was quite a huge. Lot of people. It was big. Okay, but I'm looking around like, is anyone hearing this? <laughs> what is happening right now? So she sings that for a long time. Okay, so not just one line as a, no, bit no, of a no, joke. No, no. And then the presentation starts. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of me dies. So okay, so what's the like what's the topic? Topic was basically about using your voice convincingly and like to <laughs> persuade people and like vocal techniques and. Well, okay, that's interesting because so she's singing. You're the voice. Try and understand it. Did you understand it? Were well, you convinced? Let me tell you some of the tips and tricks we okay. went through. Okay, sorry. So she talked about how she sort of got inspiration from what she called heartfelt leaders, a term coined by her. Clearly. And then a I'm slide intrigued. comes up And it's a collage of What she calls heartfelt leaders Obama This list of people included <clears throat> Nelson Mandela <clears throat> Yeah Bill Clinton <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> okay, okay, okay Meghan Markle what? And Princess Diana Both of them <laughs> Oprah Winfrey Okay, yeah, okay. I'll take that one. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Heartfelt? <laughs> what he was what is the up? common thread between any of these people? <laughs> I mean, they're all leaders, I guess, in some ways. Oh, it was insane. So I was looking at... Is she, I, I forgot <laughs> Winston to, Churchill? I forgot to tell you, she started by talking about the Me Too movement. No. And there's Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I was like saying to someone next to me, like, she got Bill Clinton on there. <laughs> did you know what he did? About Me Too? Did you know what this motherfucker did? Anyway, and why did she have two princesses? Yeah, I know. Anyway. That's incredible. So that goes on for a while. Then we spent oh, 20 minutes dissecting a speech by Oprah. Oh, no. What? And Club it was kind of like... Curtis Stone? What was it? Oh, I can't even remember, but she was talking about... Some bullshit. The inflection of her voice here. and I was, Oh, my God. I, I had off. to leave. Did you leave? I, I didn't stay till the end. Yeah. I just said to the person next to me, like... I. This isn't my cup of tea. <laughs> this <laughs> is my cup of charla. I got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, and then it came back later and I was like, what, what did I miss? Mm. And she's like, oh, well, what you missed was at the end, she got everyone to sing the voice by John Farnham, like from start to finish. <laughs> the whole song? The entire song. What the fuck? Do you know how much money she probably made doing that? Dude, she'd be rolling in it. It, it was, was like a huge seminar thing. Like, it's funny. Like, I, I think my my in my work, um, we get sent along to a few of these things as well. Yeah. And some of them are, some of them are all right. You know, some of them you kind of, you know, you got to... They're all a bit fucking finger guns, but you do get a bit of... Um, you can often distill a bit of 
meaning out of it. Yeah, and there's normally at least something you can take away from it. Some morsel that yeah. you can you can extract. But sometimes they are just like the most useless motherfuckers. And Dude. Honestly. I quite like going to these things. Get out of the office, whatever, kill yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. There's normally food. <laughs> the food is good. But oh my god, man! I Why was she singing the voice? Was it just like literally because she's talking about the voice, voices? I guess so. She, I guess she just really liked that song. Oh, it's a good song. It's a good no song. One's denying that. She said it should be the national anthem. Mm, don't know about that. It does. It's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would you? Why would that be the national anthem <laughs> of Australia? Anyway. Oh god. Okay. So she sounds like a. Not to cast aspersions though. No I think some people are loving it So what do I know But some people are just like Like some The kind of person that would I mean obviously people that enjoy that But just like her Like You're so different to me <laughs> Like you might as well be a different species Like The thought of Like you're just You're just made up of different fucking atoms you Yeah know? We're Like when We're so species. dissimilar I could never I would sooner jump in front of a fucking train And than anyone do that. who's listened to this pod Would be like Yes You need help with that you can't oh, okay. string two words together. Yeah, this is torture to listen to. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. valid criticisms. I'm just thinking you can't really learn those things. I don't think Oprah was sitting down thinking, okay, I'll do an upward inflection here. And, I don't um, think so either. <laughs> I feel like it's innate, right? Yeah, it's sort of innate. It's it's and, and you can improve on it, and you can you can um, you know be conscious of some of your little ticks. Some people you know play with their fingers when they talk, and that can be distracting for the audience. A few little things like that. A few little tips. But ultimately, I agree with you. You can't just learn to be Oprah. No. You can't just learn to be we can't Meghan be Markle. Winfrey's. We can't or all Mark be Markle's. like Bill Clinton. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, another... Um, I can't find the article. I've just been looking on my phone for this article. Mm. There was some article that, um, again, Tim, my housemate, brought to my attention. It was all around how... There's a real issue with HR in the Harry Potter universe. And I think maybe in a future episode we can go in into... HR? It. Yeah, HR, human resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> who even works in Harry But I think Potter? just... Yeah, well, I think within the school even. I don't know if <laughs> HR is even the right term for within a school. I guess it's just like duty of care. And this was in the news, you say? Oh, well. <laughs> it was on the internet. Um, God, Potter, you can't stay out of the headlines, can you? But luckily, there was one... There was one um, part of that article that I wrote down mm. um, and I don't really remember how it was relevant at all to HR but the question is why was Arthur Weasley always so skint never had any money mm. what? why yeah he's he had a, a good public job servant? he's a public servant why was he so poor <laughs> I'm with you. which made me question he must have a gambling problem does Arthur Weasley have a gambling problem well I'm, I'd hate for that to be true but <laughs> The evidence I mean, is they clear. live in a shoe. They live in a terrible, terrible place. <laughs> I mean, how does the housing market even work in the wizarding world when you can just sort of pick up your house and move it somewhere else? I guess location isn't an issue. Yeah, true. Why don't they just move to the sea? You could like, live anywhere. Waterfront views. You can also just make anything because <laughs> you're a wizard. So why is your house shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> that is a really good... Wow. Okay. And so... But you can still blow it all on gambling. <clears throat> You can all blow it. You can blow it at the, I guess the the hippogriffs down at the track. <laughs> Is that right? The hippogriffs. Is That's definitely thing? something. It's a thing. <laughs> Could be. If it's got a name, it can race. <laughs> so I wonder if Arthur's sort of been pissing all the family fortune away down at the track. Well, I think we need to keep an eye on him. I mean, he looks like a problem gambler, doesn't he? 
the actor who plays him. Well, the character <laughs> in the movie. Characters can be he's a figment of your imagination, really. Yeah, well. But it's interesting that yours <laughs> looks like a guy who loves a slap. He does. He, doesn't, he looks like a punt. He loves a punt. Um, the other question, which, you know, um, I, I, it really started prompting further questions around how does money even work in the wizarding world? Like, do you get paid when when pretty much everything that you could ever desire, you can just make, you can just create it. Mm. So how does money even work? And can you invest in things? Are there, can you invest? Because I remember at some point, people put money towards, um, is it George and um, Fred, their little oh, um, yeah. their shop or whatever? Weasley's Games and Fun shit. Shop. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. George so, and- but you know what? You're but- onto something there. Because if you think about the bank in yeah. uh, Gringotts. Yeah, yeah. It's all all your money's kept in a vault. Yeah. It's not being lent to no. anyone. It's under lock and key. Can you get a mortgage from Gringotts? You don't get interest. You don't get a mortgage. It's just in there. It's literally just a, a safe, a big safe. Yeah. It, it's just like, what is the money for? What are you spending it on? <laughs> you can make everything. <laughs> anyway. Um, but somehow, even despite the... They still have wealth inequality. They still have inequality. Even in a society where money... Is meaningless. But at the end of the day, the man has a good job. So he must be being frivolous with that money, is my point. I think you're onto you're onto something there. Anyway, just worth thinking about. And if you've got any thoughts, guys, write in. We'd There's love no to doubt hear. it's worth thinking about. Oh, you've got to think <laughs> about it. Um, and I guess the final uh, the final thing before In we summation. Wrap up, um, In closing. Um, we did write a... Oh, yeah, that's right. I did a tweet the other day. Mm. And um, there's been suspiciously little uh, traction from this tweet. Very... Now, that is unusual. Now, I don't know what the opposite of going viral is, but this tweet has done that. So, I wrote at... Um, <clears throat> is it vaccinated? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I wrote to um, Lady Rowling, our, our Lord and Saviour. And it was, just, it was just sort of a, a question. A, 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 I guess it was like a, something that's been bugging me recently. So, I asked... Um, hi, JK. Um, can wizards go into space or to other planets and stuff? <laughs> um, just interested if some wizard or witch had already been on the moon or not. And as that's I say... That's a good question. That's a good question. Because, and, 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 you know, to me, it's suspicious that she hasn't replied. I tagged Pottermore in it as well, and they're also... Silent on the issue. Suspiciously silent. So this is very that is very suspicious. So guys, if you want to get on Twitter and retweet that, or if you have any thoughts about it, we'd love to hear it because I'm stumped. Well, Andrew, I saw that tweet. Yep, thought it was brilliant. Thank you. Retweeted. <laughs> Thank you. No likes, but it got me thinking. Yep. About another Tom Riddle. So we're gonna have two Tom Riddles again. Well, I'm excited. What do you call a dark wizard who goes to the dark side of the moon? What do you call a dark wizard mm-hmm. who goes to the dark side of the moon? Indeed. Okay. Well, I'm 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 stumped. A dark <laughs> wizard that goes to the dark side mm-hmm. of the moon. Very, Can we tell you off, Mike? Yep. Very good. Okay. So <laughs> I've just heard the answer, <laughs> and um, I'll be honest, I didn't really understand it when you told me the answer. So yep. it's not it's not immediately obvious what you're talking you about. You got to think out of the box. Yeah, very far outside of the <laughs> box. Um, but no, it's good. It's good writing, guys. And um, so let's let's do the things we got to do at the end. So what was this? page forty three? What do we think? I don't know how good we were at being positive. We talked about. We didn't. Did we mention the page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke a bit about it. I'm gonna say twenty. I reckon it was all right. Fine. 
20 out of 43. Now, um, we also need a word of the week. Yeah. Um, three, two, one, Gambling. Hong Kong. And um, finally, uh, we need to come up with a name for this page. Yeah, we like to come up with a little name for each page. Sometimes. Um, Harry Potter and Harry the... Potter. We spoke about a lot. We spoke about... Um, John Fitzsimons. We spoke about John Farnham. We really covered some... Again, a pretty Australian-heavy episode <laughs> that's not going to make a whole lot of sense to anyone nah. overseas. Harry Potter and the Fitz crimes. Fitz crimes and Fitz, Fitz crimes of Grindelwald. Fitz crimes and of Grindelwald. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. That's Harry, it. Harry Potter and the Fitz crimes and Harry Potter and the concussions ch- 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 changes the uh, structure of your brain. <laughs> That's horrible, but it's happening. No, 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 no. Come on. No, that's bad. Ron Farnham. Harry Potter (laughs) and the um, Ron Farnham (laughs) um, gets a concussion. (laughs) (laughs) Gets a concussion in Hong Kong. Okay, Harry Potter and Ron Farnham gets a concussion in Hong Kong. Now, That's the worst you ever. You know what? We will have cut this down. That took us about like 10 minutes to come, came up, up with that. And that's the best we could do. Wow. Harry Potter and Ron Farnham gets a concussion in Hong Kong. But to be fair, that is what happened on this page. Yeah, I know. So, fuck. It's not our fault. Blame JK, as always. So... Thank you for listening to this pod. Hopefully, Rudin will be back next week. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the page with the book picks up. And uh, hopefully, <sighs> life gets better for all of you. <laughs> but enjoy your week. And thanks for listening. And write, um, write a review, please. That'd be good. I don't mm. know. Was there any point to that even? Writing a review? Do people even care about that <laughs> shit now? I don't know. Does that been a while What's since... What's going to happen if someone wrote a review? Like, what would actually happen? Yeah, it's of no benefit to us. I mean, we've got quite a few already, but like if someone wrote another one, it's pretty pointless. But do it anyway. Why not? Just in case. Yeah, just kill a bit of time. Yeah, if you're bored, write one. Cool. Bye. All right, bye.